Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Alexis Underwood. She is a brand strategist who is passionate about creating authentic connections through strategic branding and thrives, helping business owners elevate their brands while staying true to themselves and the heart and soul of their business. You'll often find her sipping a mushroom latte and living the RV life with her husband and kids. So listen in as we discuss the importance of creating an authentic brand. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in to a Purposeful Brand Podcast, a space where faith and entrepreneurship come together to ignite your purpose. If you're a Christian mom who dreams of building a business that not only thrives, but aligns with your faith and allows you to stay home with your kids, well, you found your tribe. I'm your host, Jessica, and each week we're diving deep into the world of purpose-driven entrepreneurship. In each episode, we chat about topics like faith-infused business strategies, time management, identifying your unique gifts, practical tips to help you build a purposeful brand, and having heart-to-heart conversations with successful Christian women who've walked the path you're on. Get ready to fuel your journey with faith, purpose, and unstoppable drive. Let's empower you to use your God-given gifts, make an impact for the kingdom, and live a life of fulfillment. So stay tuned because this is where faith meets business and where your entrepreneurial dreams fuel your God-given mission. Hello, Alexis. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here at A Purposeful Brand. Today, we are going to be talking all about authenticity in your branding and how this plays such a huge role in your business. So I'd love for you to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Alexis. I run Alexis Underwood Design Studios, and I am a brand strategist and a website designer. And essentially, that sounds that sounds very complicated, but essentially, I just teach people how to show up as they are and how to attract the kind of people that they actually want to work with, how to build those connections, and how to use being online to actually benefit your business. So that is what I do. I'm a mama to two. I have a almost five-year-old and a just turned six-year-old. I live in an RV, so we are tiny house living. Right now we have about 380 square feet, I think, of living space. Love and, that. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm a crunchy mama. I do all sorts of weird, <laughs> non-normal things, but <laughs> I don't know. That's me. <laughs> and so tell me, so you moved from a big house to the RV So what was that process like for you and why did you guys? So we live in Washington state and we really want to move somewhere different. And we had this beautiful house and barefoot rancher on five acres. And it was like the beginning of my homesteading dreams. We had chickens and I had this huge garden I was starting and everything. It was just beautiful. But honestly, we really felt led to sell the house we really felt like it was not a good fit for us and we were starting to kind of look into this was 2021 so we were like okay we're coming off of covid like all sorts of things are changing the economy is just weird so we just continued to pray about it and we're like you know what we feel like we need to sell the house we've only been in this for a year we absolutely love it but it's not serving our family be honest this was very much you know this was something that we could manage but we kind of did the oh this is big and beautiful and that's what everybody says is the American dream is to have this big beautiful home <laughs> and then we got into it realized we never have family time because we're always working on projects mm, and yes. you know we're constantly being 
you know, it, the mortgage is hand, handleable. My husband has a wonderful job, but you know, do we really, is this really what we want? Is this really like fulfilling to our family? Is this really advantageous for us? And so, um, with wanting to move and with the way that things were just moving in 2021, we're like, we're going to list the house and see what happens. I, we really just feel like we need to move and like, we're, we can't find a rental because rentals are crazy here. So let's just live in an RV. That's the life, right? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> keeps talking about it. So we uh, we bought a 28-foot RV with like a single pop-out. had like bunk beds right next to the kitchen and like a bathroom. And uh, we had a, a little bedroom in our in our space and we moved in. So I think we had about like 250 square feet or so. And you know what? It was crazy. It was a learning experience but we love it. And oh we're in a larger RV now and we're like going on like a year and a half of doing this. And it's really just changed what we value and the family dynamic. It's just a wonderful experience and it's, it's hard, but it has been so worth it. I love that. I have watched so many tiny shows in the past like month. I've been like yeah. binging these tiny home shows. And when I saw your videos on Instagram, I was like, hold on, this is like so spacious. I could totally do this. <laughs> yes. Yes. I literally tell people, I'm like, we have an apartment on wheels. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's great. It I truly was. <laughs> I have laundry in here. My kids have their own room. I have like a full size kitchen. I mean, you know, and it's apartment size. Yes. A full size apartment size kitchen. It's great. It just happens to be very compact. <laughs> so it's fun. I love this so much. So tell me about your journey into entrepreneurship and how, so how did you get started in uh, website design and brand strategy? So my, my entrepreneur's journey actually starts prior to business. And when I was 10 months postpartum with my son, I found out I was newly pregnant again with my daughter and we knew we wanted to have kids close together. That was a little bit of a surprise because it was a little bit faster <laughs> than I was planning, but you know, we knew we wanted that, but I found out that, um, I am RH negative and then I have this whole Rogam situation. And if, you know, if you know anything about that, essentially you have to go in and have a whole bunch of extra monitoring mm. during your pregnancy and coming off of postpartum and just already having my hormones all out of whack. And then all of a sudden, you know, being told, oh, your second pregnancy is going to be really intense and stressful. I just kind of was like, ah. So I started creating jewelry to help me relieve my stress and just give me something to focus on outside of my own body and my own anxiety. And it really became a place of worship for me because I created a lot of encouragement jewelry. I put a lot of verses on jewelry. I was hand stamping things. And that's kind of where I started my entrepreneur jewelry. I shared on Facebook and people were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And it just kind of snowballed from there. But I actually found out that I loved doing the back office stuff more than the order fulfillment of that business. And so fast forward to, you know, eight months postpartum of my, my second child, my daughter, and all I wanted to do was go in and like revamp my website all the time. And I loved creating design and, and things like that. And so I really fell in love with it. And I realized, I think this is not the best time for me to continue the product business. I think I need to make a pivot. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was around the time about six months before and so we were kind of been talking about it up to that time. And then once we got to the point where we were going to sell the house, I, I realized, you know, I can't take a product-based business into 20, 
feet by 10 feet at most along and pass it off. And we're going to make the transition. And so this is where I really started to dive into this is what I'm good at is encouraging other people, helping them feel real, helping them feel empowered to be themselves in their business, really helping them show up online in a way that they feel beautiful and cohesive and, you know, professional in a manner that actually benefits their business, but also mm. feel like themselves and feel confident and comfortable showing up as they are in the way that they are, whatever that might look like. And so um, I made that pivot and I mean, honestly, my business just exploded and I love doing what I do you because I feel like I'm not helping people on a micro scale anymore. I'm really able to like actually help them in their journey of entrepreneurship and in their self identity and in their faith and in so many different ways. So that's kind of how that snowballed. And now it's this huge thing. I love it. And I just, it's, <laughs> I think about it all day long. I love how you started with one thing and then realized, okay, now seasons have changed and it is time to pivot. And so I'm going to make that pivot. So how has your faith played a role in your business? And even in those pivots when, you know, you're like, okay, this isn't working for me anymore. And I need to jump into something else that's completely brand new. What did that look like for you? So honestly, it's been, it's going to sound a little cliche, but it's, it's been a journey of faith and prayer through the process because each one of these moments in transition and pivot, I've had an emotional response to it. Um, but I've also had to think through, like, is this actually benefiting my family? And then pray through it and say, okay, am I, am I letting my head guide this? Am I letting my heart guide this? Like, am I actually following what I'm called to do as a mother and as a wife? Because those come as priorities over my business and my business yes. is meant to bless and support those. And so really like considering each of those things and just like taking the steps. And I, I'm one of those people that I will overthink things and I will stall until I get an answer and I don't want to do that. And so <laughs> a lot of the changes in my business have just been leaps of faith. I'm like, okay, like if I'm supposed to do something with this, like I will. So with my business, my jewelry business, I listed it online and I was like, I have no idea if anybody even wants to buy this business, but I'm interested in selling it to yeah. somebody want to purchase it. And it happens that one of the very first customers that I literally ever had in the business decided that she was interested in purchasing. And so that I was just like, this is an answer to prayer. Like if people weren't going to buy it, I was going to close down and that was going to be yeah. like a big loss for me. So sitting there praying, like, I know I need to make a pivot. I know that things need to change. I know this isn't going to work for us in the next stage of life. Will you please bless us and honor us and give me the mm -hmm. sign that this is the direction I'm supposed to go. Yes. And lo and behold, like the next day, somebody <laughs> was ready to jump on that, which, you know, oh my goodness. Which you, you know, selling a business is not, you know, an easy feat. So, so that was just, I mean, every step of the process, it's prayerful. Um, and, and, and then the response from God and, and I, I will be honest, like I have moments and weeks where it's just not something that I'm pursuing as much as I know that I should be. And honestly, like, that's just me. It's something that I struggle to put as a priority, but when I'm not prioritizing my prayer life and my faith above my business, my business comes to a stop. And it's just really obvious to me that that's, <laughs> you know, it's just God like, hello, don't forget your press yeah. out, you know? So that's kind of been my journey. It's just, you know, every step of the way, it's just, I mean, like I said, it, it sounds cliche, but like pray through it because that's, that's yes. how you're going to make it. I say that all the time. Anytime anyone comes to me, I'm like, pray about it. Pray about it. <laughs> it is so important what you said about when you're not praying, you know, 
are spending as much time with the Lord, you start to see that trickle into all other areas of your life, even in your business, because it is all connected. And so when you're not aligned with your faith and you're yeah. not walking right next to him and saying, okay, guide me in these next steps, you're going to see something come from it, whether it is business sales are lower, whether you're more stressed, less confident, something's going to come from that. It is so important to prioritize your prayer and alignment with the Lord before anything else, because then everything's going to just kind of like fall into place and be just so much easier. (laughs) I mean, we have have to stop like making things so much harder for ourselves. (laughs) I know. I know. It's just one of those things like, if only I would just focus on what I knew was important. I know, right? It's like, how often do we find ourselves like not doing the things that we know we need to do? <laughs> I know, I know. So let's kind of move into the rebranding and showing up authentically in your brand. So what is like a first step if someone is going through a rebrand, maybe they're starting a new business and they're trying to decide on brand colors and fonts and all the other different things, what would be some first steps that they would take to ensure that they are creating an authentic brand? So I want to start with mentioning that your brand is not not only the visual components of your business, Mm -hmm. but also what you say and how you show up and what content you post on social media and how you interact with people in a group, like a mom's group on Facebook and like all these things lay the groundwork for part of your brand and so your colors are important and your fonts are important and we'll dive into that in a second but the most important thing I think is just to show up as who you are Mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait tomorrow and if you've been showing up in a way that you don't feel like is fully exposing yourself at this point and I'm not talking about talking about your marriage you know your you know your kids issues or you know whatever that like there's there's a certain line that you're welcome to put up of a healthy boundary within your business Mm -hmm. but within your business show up how you are and if up how you are start today nobody nobody cares everybody's going to be excited to see the really yes. nobody's going to be like oh she looks a little different than she did yesterday or you know she seems a little more honest than she was yesterday like that's okay like people want desperately to have connection we're designed to have fellowship and to have a relationship and so i honestly believe that the most important part of your business is just to show up how you are to talk mm-hmm. how you talk to be how you are and to share from that. And the rest of everything kind of falls into place as far as color goes and fonts and things like that. There's a scientific, you know, there's, there's color psychology and things Mm -hmm. to consider, but also I'm of a believer that you should go with what feels right to you, go with what aligns well with you. I am a, I love plants and I love warm colors and I'm very vibrant and happy and bubbly. Naturally, my colors are greens, like the earthiness (laughs) and, you know, plants and, you know, green is a very refreshing color and things like that. And I love like peachy tones and I'm not super girly girly, so I don't go all pink, but I'm kind of like this like pinky pinky sort of peachy pink color. And that is very, very much me. Most of my clients that I work with, we end up picking colors that fit their life. And it's not even necessarily that we're choosing out of their wardrobe 
where we're choosing out of their house because we have to, but because the colors that they see themselves surrounding themselves with is what best represents that. That's what they're like naturally and intuitively doing. Mm-hmm. And so I say, choose colors that you feel fit, fit you and represent your personality because, um, within your business, whether or not you are a personal brand or you are the solopreneur that runs a product-based brand, you are the person behind it. And you're the person that people care about. People don't care about your design studio or your company plus co or whatever. They care about you. Like whatever your business name says, isn't a big deal. Like you are the person behind it. And so brand yourself and brand your business in a way that allows you to personify your personality and who you are, because that's what sets you apart so the rest it just kind of falls in line you know fonts you can choose whatever font like whatever you like obviously there are some design rules they call them you know they're they're general guidelines meant to be broken by artists um <laughs> to, you know on how to how to pair your fonts and how to balance things you know and all of that's available to you google searching or on my website or on on anybody, you know, you can look on Pinterest and you're gonna find a ton of information. But when it really boils down to it, like what you decide is what you feel like authentically represents who you are. And and then you just go with that. And then again, if you get to a point in your business, like I have, I'm, you know, a year and a half, two years into my business, what I designed as a brand a year and a half ago is absolutely 100% not in alignment with who I am now yes. and how I design now. I'm just making a pivot and that's okay. And I, I think, um, I want to remind people and remind it, whoever's listening, that it's not something that you are married to for the next 50 years of your life. Your brand is mm-hmm. and it is supposed to represent you. But if you get a year and a half down the road or a year down the road or six months down the road and you have to pivot, like that's okay. So pick what feels in alignment, stick with it. So you're cohesive and you're recognizable by the people that are seeing you and you're not kind of all over the board, but you know, choose something and stay with it until you realize and you recognize that, okay, I've actually changed or my business purpose has changed or, um, you know, the direction that I'm going has changed or the people that I want to serve mm-hmm. has changed and what I'm, you know, what I'm doing isn't working anymore. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And I think it also shows growth within yourself and your business as well. Cause if you're, I mean, if you're staying the same, then you're not growing and coming, you know, for, as working as a brand photographer, I would always tell my clients that you need to have uh, multiple photo shoots because just in a year, seasons change in your business, they change in your life. And those images represent like what is kind of going on in your life right now. And they help you to tell those stories and relate and things like that. So, and I can testify to showing up authentic because when I first started my business, and this was actually even just a few years ago, I thought that I I had to show up in a certain way and I had to talk a certain way or I had to look a certain way and it just never felt right. And I would even have like Mm -hmm. friends that friends that knew me and they're like, that's, that's just not you, Jessica. Like it, you, you look fake, mm-hmm. just straight up. You look fake. Be real honest here. Yes. <laughs> and so I had to get to a point where I'm like, okay, like why am I trying to show up as someone that I'm not, And you know, not even that you, I was being so fake, but it was just, I wasn't letting myself relax, you know? And so when I made that shift that, you know what? 
people are going to either like me or they're not going to like me. Just that's it. I don't care. <laughs> Obviously, we care, but we have to be true yeah. to ourselves. And when I started showing up in a way that was just Jessica, then I actually started attracting people and my business started to grow. <laughs> and I started yeah. attracting yeah. more like-minded women as well. And so I think that's such an important thing about being authentic in your business is that you're able to attract those like-minded people that you are able to work so well and easily with. Yeah. It's interesting because I think, you know, a few years ago, people were really excited about this beautiful, you know, Pinterest lifestyle and the yes. Instagram perfectly curated and people are just done with that. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. I love to look at aesthetic things. Yes. That's just naturally what our eyes are drawn to. But but at the same time, I think people are genuinely craving actually interacting with, especially if you're yes. an online business, you know, that's what's going to help you stand out. There's a million mm -hmm. and one other people doing what you're doing, whoever you are and whatever your business is. There's a million yes. and one other people doing that. And so the only thing that sets you apart is you so absolutely mask on you know for lack of a better term mm -hmm. even if it's not intentional yeah. is just blocking you from having the opportunity to create like actual relationships that are going to long-term benefit not only that person but your business and all the other people that are going to come after them so i wholeheartedly agree about the aesthetics i think there's definitely like a fine line with not caring too much about the aesthetics, especially as with my background as a photographer. I'm like, aesthetics are still important, but yeah. let's not try to get so consumed with creating this perfection that just mm -hmm. honestly isn't real. Like you said, people are craving realness and they can sense mm -hmm. that from a mile away when you are not being real. So mm -hmm. whatever fears you have or that are maybe holding you back, just release those and just show up as yourself because you are going to benefit from that so much and your clients and your audience is going to benefit from that as well. Can you share some practical tips in that first kind of like creation process of creating that authentic brand? Like, are there any questions that we would ask ourselves or resources that you would recommend? Yeah, so I actually have a brand foundations workbook that I'm going to be releasing very soon for like, like really, really inexpensively. And I would recommend that only because it asks you and walks you through every single question that I ask any of my design clients when I talk to them and when I start a brand with them. But essentially, if you want the quick free version, it's, you know, who are you? What do you do? You know, what makes you unique and important? What kind of experience do you want your clients to have when they're working with you? What do you want? people to talk about when they're done working with you all those kind of things who are you who is your daily client and and going beyond that generic kind of persona of like they live here they live in this house this is their income bracket they have two kids I mean like do they watch Gilmore Girls do they like like you know things that like people actually want to like relate with and connect with mm -hmm. and are actually going to find engaging and interactive and who actually like like things that actually make us people you know are you obsessed with Stanley tumblers <laughs> like you know just that kind of stuff like it doesn't have to relate to business but just like who is that person and how, like, what are they about? What do they struggle with in their business? What is their biggest like mental or emotional block in where they're at in their business? And how can you help them with that? If you're in the service-based industry or something mm -hmm. like that, 
you know, get to know those people and understand like who they are and what they are. Also think about what kind of tone of voice you want to talk about in your business and, you know, how, like, how do you want to interact with people? Do you want to be really authoritative? Do you want to be super approachable and, and put all of that into a list and create a huge document of all of these, like things you like to say, um, you know, what you want people to feel when they interact with you, how you want people to recognize you visually, verbally, whatever. And all of those things are going to help you shape your brand and keep that at the forefront of your, you know, stack of paperwork or, you know, on your screen or whatever, so that when you're creating content, so that when you're talking to people online, so that when you're drafting your blog posts or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing for your business, that you're able to stay consistent. It's just important to maintain that consistency for familiarity and recognition. And with a brand, the most key, like most important thing you can do in business is be consistent. Mm -hmm. And it might feel boring, but it creates that trust that's absolutely essential to sell to somebody. Um, And so making sure that your visuals are consistent, go on Canva, buy the Canva Pro, you know, or if you don't want to do Canva Pro, you can put everything in one single document and have a separate tab for your one document of brand stuff. So you, you know, you have all your Mm -hmm. color swatches in there and you can copy and paste them into your other, you know, other account if you're trying to do it on the low budget. But either way, like make sure you lay out your, your, your photos and make sure you have your colors picked out and make sure that you choose your fonts and just stay consistent with it and stick with that until you feel like you, you genuinely need to make a pivot. I know how fun it is. Trust me as a designer. Yes. I know how fun <laughs> it is to like play with other things and try different styles and things like that. But in order to create that trust that people need to have with you, we need to stay consistent because that's, what's going to maintain a sale. And I have a really funny um, analogy for this uh-huh. because, um, I've had, I've told it a couple of times. People always laugh. I'm like, imagine you're like spouse or your best friend or your significant other walking in and like complete head to toe leather or like something ridiculous. And you're like, <laughs> like, what are you? Who are you? Like, who are you? The yes. person that I like, you know, <laughs> where is the person that I was talking to this morning when you left for work? Or, you know, where's my best friend that I was talking to yesterday? Because you are not her, you know, and you begin to confuse them, but our audience, Yeah. I don't want to put our audience in that position where they're like, I don't actually know. Like, I like this part and I like that part. Yeah. You don't know which person you're going to get. And I I say that all the time. Consistency builds trust. Then Mm -hmm. even with like graphics, like even like the type of types of graphics that you use, it's fun. But if you can't be confusing people, (laughs) it's so important. And um, I love how you say to really look at changing things when you feel like you're in going through like a pivot or a rebrand of a for a certain reason maybe you um feel like okay like i'm finally out of like this new stage and i'm ready to present like a different version of me like i am an expert and so now this is going to look like this but then again you're going to create that brand and you're going to stick with that brand until the next yeah level up or whatever comes. Yeah. That's, that's who most of the people I work with are is just like once you like, I always recommend DIY it yourself for the first little bit. It doesn't make sense to invest when you have no idea what you're doing yet. And yes. you, don't, you don't know who you're talking to yet. Like figure, figure it out, you know, just go for it. It's fine. But then once you get to that point where you're like, 
I actually know what I'm doing now and I actually know who I want to work with now. That's the time to really narrow in and figure out like, who are you in your business? How do you want to present that? And, and really stick with that once you get it. Cause then things will really start to snowball for you. Yes. I, I love that. So many great nuggets that you shared here. I think just one of the key takeaways is to just be yourself, be yourself and stay consistent with who you are presenting and how you are presenting yourself, because that is just going to pay dividends in your business. And in, in addition to that, it's going to help you when you're creating content, it's going to help you save so much time instead of having to go back and forth and going back to the drawing board. So where can people find you? Where do you hang out the most? So I'm most definitely on Instagram because I love creating beautiful carousels and uh, you can find me there at Alexis Underwood Design Studio, but I'm also on my website, which is alexisunderwood.com or Alexis Underwood Design Studio if you want to type the whole thing out. (laughs) And I've got a lot of resources and trainings and tips and tricks. Okay, great, great. I'll definitely link that in the show notes. Uh, So I just have a couple more questions for you. One is, what is your favorite Bible verse? Okay, I'm going to read it because I pulled it out and I was like, I, I definitely <laughs> this. Okay, my favorite Bible verse is in Ephesians and it says, and, and, he, and he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, who has predestined us to be adopted through Jesus Christ in himself mm-hmm. according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise and glory of his grace wherewithin he hath made us freely accepted in his beloved by whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins according to his rich grace whereby he hath been abundant towards us in all wisdom and understanding and hath opened unto us the mystery of his will according to his good purpose which he hath purposed in him and that uh, you know it continues i encourage you to go read that but that's my favorite part. I just think it's beautiful that we were so intentionally designed, so beautifully created, so planned ahead of time that it just gives me so much peace to know that. And so I love to go back to that anytime I'm feeling any sort of way. That actually perfectly aligns with what we're talking about is being authentic because God created you specifically for a purpose uniquely you so one of the ways that we can honor him is by showing up as that person that he created us to be so i love that so much so what is one final thought that you like to leave the listeners with oh gosh i mean honestly my my best advice is just be and i know that that can feel hard sometimes and can make you feel uncomfortable but I think that you as a person need to remember how much you were loved and how much people genuinely want to get to know you and how, and how that thing that you should not be ashamed about. And that's something you should be excited to share with the world. So show up as you are and get to know the people that are interested in getting to know you. And I think that that's, that is the very best advice that I can give somebody. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know that the listeners are just going to get so much value and insights from this. So thank you so much for being here. 
Yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was really fun to chat with you. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode. I pray this episode blessed you and I hope you found inspiration and a renewed sense of purpose. If you enjoyed this episode and found value in it, will you leave a review? Your reviews help this podcast reach more women like you. And here's a fun way to show your support. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag us at a purposeful brand podcast so I can connect with you and reshare your stories. Remember, your journey is unique, your gifts are powerful, and your faith is your greatest asset. So until next time, keep dreaming big, taking inspired action, and living out your calling. I can't wait to join you again next week as faith means entrepreneurship right here on A Purposeful Brand.